The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt. A classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow. But I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters, because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com Mike. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy. Back at it again. Welcome, folks, to another edition of the Record Court. Brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. We appreciate you guys tuning in. You guys don't have to. You guys are here so very, very much. I'm going to tell you right now, man. I've been excited all week. And I think you guys know why. I think we all know why. And uh, it's, it's, it's about time that we're back where we're supposed to be. And if you guys are living under a rock, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills being back where they're supposed to be. And that's number one seed in the NFL. How beautiful it is that to me, uh, has been has had has had me excited. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, the talk has always been about the Chiefs, and the talk has always been, you know, I mean, about the top dogs in in the NFL being the number one seed. Uh, we we just missed out on it last year. Just missed out on it. I know at one point we were in the mix, right? You know what I'm saying? But we won the division, and we're just if we didn't lose one game, you know, what I'm saying one extra victory would have had us. At the number one seed. So it just eluded us. What was it? The Titans that had the number one seed? I can't remember who it was. What was the Chiefs? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Point is, it eluded us by that much. And the fact of the matter is this. We are close. Now, there's a lot of games left. There's a lot of football left. But the football left that we have to play are definitely manageable. Definitely winnable. And, um, I mean, I don't want to talk about running tables or anything. But it's not out of the realm for us to gonna go on like a win streak now, you know what I'm saying? Because few things are happening right now. We're starting to slowly get healthy. That's huge. We're starting to kind of, you know what I'm saying, learn how to be, I mean, not that we haven't learned to be resilient in the past, but we're learning how to, a win is a win. It doesn't have to be a blowout. And it seems as though we're, we're spreading the love elsewhere. So other people can, can, you know what I'm saying, partake in partying. It can't just be one person, you know what I'm saying, and two people 
doing the work, heavy load on the shoulders. We've got to spread that love everywhere else. And we're, we're forced to do that on the defensive side because we don't have Mr. Von Miller anymore. Von Miller is no longer with us for the time being. So others got to step up, right? Offensive side of the ball. Number 17 at one point was saying, I'm shouldering too much. I got to start trusting other people. What ends up happening? Running back starts stepping up. Tight end, one game steps up. So we're going to have to spread it out evenly. And that, I think, is going to make us uh, a very tough team to beat. We got some We got some tough ones, right? So obviously, we took down the Vikings. Uh, excuse me, we lost to the Vikings. We took down the Browns in a tough one. We took down the Lions in a very tough one. Shout out to the Lions because the Lions, if you guys thought that was just a fluke that they won three in a row and then we came in and beat them, boy, they won on the road again. They, they won another one. So shout out to the Lions, man. The Lions are doing the damn thing. And uh, obviously, we took down the freaking Patriots. So, f- folks, just like that, we went on a two-game losing streak, and now we're back up on a three-game winning streak. Next up, New York Jets. Now, that's, not, that's, for, that's for another conversation. But let's, let's still stay in the realm of talking about why and where we are. Well, we got, we got here for a, f- a couple of reasons. Obviously, we had to take care of our own business, which is winning out and winning against the Patriots. Now, I'll talk about the good, the bad, the ugly in just a moment. By the way, if you guys are tuned in right now, do me a favor. Smash that like. Let's get this, let's, let's get this video up to 500 likes. Let's get this thing up to 500 likes. Smash that like. If you're not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. We are also, I think, what, 800 subscribers away. Actually, less than that. 780 subscribers away from reaching a nice milestone of 25,000 followers. 25,000 subscribers on our YouTube page. Craziness. It, does, it doesn't sound real, but here we are. You know what I'm saying? We're doing something right. So do me a favor. Smash that like. Subscribe to the channel. Let's get this thing going. Anyway, proceed. Recapping the AFC and the AFC East. We had to beat the Patriots, and that we did. We took care of Macaroni Jones. Macaroni Jones was frustrated, calling out that offense, talking about, yo, F the run game. You know what I'm saying? Let's pass the football, paraphrasing here. But that's what the Patriots get for not taking the time to go and search for an offensive coordinator, especially an o- replacing an offensive coordinator that's that's known the organization for so long, that's had success. You think that you'd want to make sure that you find a successor that has experience that, you know what I'm saying, has a big, huge offensive bag of plays and, and, and is known around the league, you think Bill Belichick would get out of his own head and out of his own ass and make a hiring. Nope. Oh, he hired already. He hired the failed Matt Patricia that never did diddly squat in Detroit. And they, they let go of a good coach for that to bring in Matt Patricia that never did the damn thing, right? And no wonder he didn't do a damn thing. He's always got a stupid pencil in his freaking ear. Because he's nothing's permanent with this dude, man. It's pencil, man. Ah, I effed up. up. Let me erase that. Ah, I effed up. You know what I'm saying? We want some guys that, you know, I got some mocks and some permanency. You know what I'm saying? When they say something, it rings. Matt Patricia didn't ring, didn't ring anything in Detroit. So here we go. Matt Patricia is now your offensive coordinator. And then to bring a, a, failed, a failed head coach, Joe Judge, from the Giants to, to help him out. Two bums calling plays. On the offensive side of your team, and you you expect success, you expected success from that long term success. You guys have a winning record right now. Excuse me, 
Uh, you guys are 500 right now. But shame on the freaking Patriots. But I don't give a damn Patriots because I love it. Love every bit of it. Anytime I can see the Patriots have taken L, I will, I will bask in it. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, I will bask in that shit. Anyway, we take down the Patriots. We dominate them. We could have put way more points up. But that's neither here nor there. Right? So we take care of business. So now we need the Chiefs to lose to the Bengals. And we also need the Dolphins to lose to the 49ers. Let's get to it. The Jets. Excuse me. And so the Jets go in. They place the, the Vikings. So interesting thing. Mike White has now given the Jets new life. You know what I'm saying? They feel like they have a quarterback that can sling the rock from left to right. And you're not just going to have a, a quarterback just zero in on one receiver. There's no frustration. Uh, I think uh, more one of the one of the uh, their their young receivers more was requesting a trade. Even Denzel Mims potentially was. You know what I'm saying? They, they were just sick of it. Mike White has given them new life. Now everybody's getting touches. So there's a little bit more balance in that. But the last time I remember playing White, Mike White, we made that Mike White look not so great. Hopefully that continues. That's, that's what we want, right? Proceeding. So Mike White comes in. Um, better option for them. Had 369 yards passing, but two picks. He's going to give that ball. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make sure that we handle business and take that ball away from Mike White and you know what I'm saying make him look like Mike White the backup because that's what he is. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to make that he's trying to make that jump, but we got to make sure that we we remind him where he's supposed to be, and that is in the backfield and that is in holding a clipboard. You know we're gonna make him go back to that or whatever the Jets want to do, but they have new life. They have new life, and that defense is the real deal. That Jets defense is the real deal. To the point where they felt so damn good. DJ Reed was talking big shit. DJ Reed come in and came in talking about, yo, put some respect on me. I shut shit down on Jefferson. Jefferson's like, fam, talk to me when you're able to be one-on-one on an island and then come talk to me like you shut shit down. You got a safety help over draping over top of you. Don't come to me talking about safety help. And he's not right. He's not wrong. Because that's exactly what they did to Stefan Diggs the last matchup. They put Sauce Gardner on our guy Gabe Davis, which, which is, has been up and down this season. Statistically, he's doing really well. But the moments we need him to step his game up and be that next guy, some people still have, like, trepidation of, like, yo, what's, what's going on with him, right? Proceed. So Justin Jefferson is calling, calling dudes out. So... We're going to find out what Ken Dorsey is going to draw up to try to find ways to get Stefan Diggs available. So there is no draping over. There is no ways that they can scheme us out and make us you know, play out of character. We want to make sure that we are the ones running shit. But the fact is the Jets lost. The Jets lost. Wonderful. We'll take that. Um, and uh, we keep it pushing. Right. So. And I'm talking about the AFC East because everybody took an L in the AFC East. Except for who you know who, the big bad wolf in the AFC East, right? Now, we also needed the Dolphins to lose. The Dolphins lost to Brock Purdy, the backup to the backup, right? Mr. Irrelevant himself. Well, Brock Purdy looked pretty damn good for a guy that just started, just getting his career started, and he kept that game, you know what I'm saying, manageable. And they took down the Dolphins. Tyreek Hill's always going to get his numbers. That boy's just pure speed. Pure explosive receiver. He just does what he does. But the guy that people have been lamenting as that that dude, right? MVP conversation was Tua. 
Tua finally faces a really good defense. And Tua had, what, 292 yards, 290 yards? But he threw two picks. And he was out of sorts, out of character. He wasn't playing as well as you think. Now, he's going to make plays because when you got Waddle, you have Seki, you got a, a bevy of weapons on your, on your, at, your, at your will as your arsenal. You're going you're gonna to get some. You're going to get yours. But just not good enough. Not good enough. Tyreek Hill's going to get numbers regardless. There's nothing you can do about a guy like Tyreek Hill. The guy's just too explosive. And you can only, you can only slow him down. I'm actually really impressed uh, how we were able to somewhat neutralize Tyreek Hill the first game we played him. Right? He, he's used to being, you know, he's used to being big time, making big numbers. And he, right now, he's having a career year. And just this game, Tyreek Hill had nine receptions, 146 yards. Like, the, what we were able to do to Tyreek Hill the first game, listen, let's bring it. But let's, let's go one game at a time and we face the Jets. So Jets lose, Dolphins lose, um, and uh, Tua didn't look so great. And there's the result. They lose. So now that opens up the AFC East for us to be right on top, right? Right on top. The, the Dolphins were talking big game like they're going to win that thing. Now they're coming back down to life. And uh, the, the schedule for them doesn't get any tougher. There's some, still some good slates for them. So we'll see how they bounce back. We'll see how they bounce back. Secondly, the Chiefs. That's the big one. The Chiefs take the L to the Bengals. The Bengals have whooped on the Chiefs three in a row. I don't know. And I, and I said this last year. Whatever the freaking Bengals are doing, and what have what they have been doing, we need to take a, a page from them because they find ways. Like with a guy like Pat Mahomes, you can only stop him for so long, right? He's gonna find a way. He's just elusive. He's like Josh Allen. You can't stop Josh Allen. You can slow him down a little bit, but you can't stop that man. He's gonna make plays. That's what they do. Elite athletes, elite quarterbacks make plays. That's why they get paid the most. That's why they're the most coveted, and teams will tank to find themselves their franchise quarterback. We, we were fortunate. I don't want to say lucky. We were fortunate. Things fell in our place, and we, we, we landed Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying? Now, Chiefs losing to the Bengals, that was big. Pat Mahomes didn't have a bad game, but didn't have a great game. I think he had what, only 16 completions that game. 16. That's not the norm for him. 16 completions. I think he went 16 for 23 or 16 out of something like that. 16 out of 27, right? 16 of 27. 223, uh, 223 yards and two touchdowns. But here's the big one. The big thing about that man is his go-to guy is Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey, that game, only had four receptions for 54 yards. Whatever the, whatever the Bengals are doing, Leslie Frazier, Sean McDermott, go back those three freaking games and, and have that in the bank for now. We got things that we have things to worry about right now, but when it comes time that we have to face that team, you go back to those three games and find out what the hell these guys did. Now, not that we don't have an issue beating them. We do. We can. We can beat them. We've beaten them twice in the regular season, but we need to win when it really matters. And you guys already know what it is, man. It's playoff time. Playoff time. But we know we can take these damn Chiefs down. It's possible. But the fact of the matter is this. Jets lose, which were not really an issue, but it's good that they, you know, took the L. So right now they're 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 on that. Dolphins lose. That's a big one for us because we already took, we already lost to the Dolphins. So Dolphins losing, and then the Chiefs losing on top of that in the same week, and then the, we beat the Patriots. That is a recipe for having a great week. And my my week my week started off great with that information, and I hope it continues that way. Right. So 
the Bengals. And we face the Bengals in a few weeks. So we're about to find out what's really good because don't forget, the Bengals is that one team that we haven't faced that it'll allow us to know where we stand. They have a, a bevy of receivers out there. I think one of the I think they have one of the best receivers in Boyd, Higgins, and Jamar Chase coming back. So our hands will be full when we play the Bengals. But man, that will gauge us where we stand. It'll be interesting. Matchups are everything. So will we match up well against them? Will we not? We'll see. We will see. Um, but man, it is good to know that the Bills are back on top. And the beautiful thing about this is we got the Jets coming up. Then we face the Dolphins. We are already motivated. We're motivated as ever about the Dolphins. Once we take, once we take those guys back, then we got the Bears and then the Bengals and the Patriots again. We can run the table going forward and solidify that number one seed, but it ain't over. Boy, do I want that number one seed. I want that bye week. And then I want to be able to host whoever decides to come to Buffalo. Wouldn't that be freaking amazing, man? This felt like a great year for things to happen. It's still on the trajectory of being a great year. And wouldn't it be something for us to go to the damn Super Bowl? Man, oh, man. But one game at a time. One game at a freaking time. So, folks, welcome, obviously, to uh, the, if you guys are tuned in right now, smash that like. We're trying to get this video to 500 likes. And uh, if you haven't subscribed, do me a favor. Subscribe. We're trying to get to 25K. 25K. Now, speaking of 25K, I don't know about you guys. I don't got 25K to sit there and, and bet and put money on. But some people do. Some people have that disposable income that they can and put some money down. And did you guys put any money down on any bets this weekend? Prop bets, parlays. Did you guys, you know what I mean? Did you guys uh, jump into a suicide pool? Well, let me know if you guys did. Because if you haven't found a place that you guys want to Maybe put your money in or whatever. I got just a place. It's BetUS. But not, don't let me talk about it. Let my guy Zeebo talk. Listen up, sports bettors. Your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for our 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of up to 200%, BetUS offers our members the opportunity to cash in all season long. With live in-game betting, incredible odds with daily odds boosters, props, parlays, fast payouts, and exceptional customer service, BetUS.com has you covered. Visit BetUS.com to sign up today. BetUS, where the game begins. Back. So, folks, um, listen, man. Oh. I'm I'm just I'm just in a good mood because of us being our number one. And right now, still people kind of want to grovel a little bit. They don't feel like we are the number one team um, because they, they feel that other teams are better. You know what I'm saying? Cool with us. The Eagles look good. Don't can't even hate on the Eagles. The Eagles look fantastic. Came in and handled the Tennessee Titans. Um, speaking of Tennessee, t- Tennessee Titans, they just fired their their GM, John Robinson. And they leave the Odd time to fire your GM, number one. But I can understand why. I can understand why. Because it's like this this date was circled for the Tennessee Titans. And my guys, Jacques and Hawk, I mean, they talked about it at length today in their, their live show. Um, and uh, they're not disappointed because they know what's good. And I'm so glad that the Bills don't really have to, to worry about something like this because we have a GM that understands 
talent that understands a uh, value of players that that and you know what I'm saying has respect, right? If something doesn't work out with you know what I'm saying a, a player or you feel that you can go somewhere else and get your money, go ahead and get your money. If you don't like what they're they're, they're giving you, come on back. There's a mutual respect. There's no I left that place because I hate it. Very rare would you see that. Quentin Spain was one of them, where he felt he was disrespected and he needed to get out of there. Very rare that you'll find someone that hates this, this team. I don't know if he hates the team. I, I won't say that. But he didn't leave, you know what I'm saying, saying uh, talk glowingly about the Bills, right? He left, was like, I'm out of here. You feel me? But for most part, look at the guys that have returned to the Bills, right? Shaq Lawson, back with the Bills. D. Marlowe, back with the Bills. Uh, John, John Brown, back with the Bills. Uh, I, I could keep going, man. Like, Phillips, back with the Bills. So this, this organization is a fantastic fantastic organization you you can't go wrong with this organization man so um john robinson being fired from the titans with when the titans lead by two and a half games they're the number one they're the one they're the one seed in their division number one and your gm gets fired but the game that was circle was the eagles versus titans and then they let brown aj brown walk and to me that was puzzling and i think to a lot of people that's puzzling pay that man Oh, we don't have the money. We're going to pay Jeffrey Simmons. Listen, Jeffrey Simmons putting points on the board for you. I get it. You guys drafted, I think it was um, Traylon Burks. But A.J. Brown is is that dude, man. Now, Trey, it's early in Traylon Burks' career, so I can't really hate. Um, but, like, come on, son. Yo, A.J. Brown cooked y'all. And I think that's what did it. Yo, you let that guy go, and he came back and whooped us? You got to go. Now, obviously, it's not just that one move. There's several moves that this man, this man made that did not just make this team better roster-wise. You have a heck of a coach in Vrabel, but y'all didn't do it. Y'all didn't make the y'all didn't make the, y'all, you guys did not do the job. So he's got to go. Tough. And they're seven and five. They're a winning record. My goodness. By the way, Tom Brady does it again. I mean, I'm I'm in the car going to work. And it's like, I'm like, all right, I'm listening to the game in the car, and I was like, yo, this is over with, man. It's like 10 to 3. Is like this guy's not playing well. He was like, at one point I heard he was like six six completions for like 17. I was like, golly, man. People are talking about yo, make make this man retire. It's over with. You should have just been done with. And Tom Brady comes back at the end of the game and wins the game for his team. You can't count that old man out. You cannot count that old man out. And he's got the he's got the uh the NFC South. That that's a messy damn division in the first place, but he's still somewhat alive. And trying to make things happen. So kudos to Tom Brady out there. It's it's so funny, man. It's so funny because I, I talk about all these other teams, and I'm like, fortunate. We are fortunate to root for a team now that were like, you're like, whoo. I knew what that was like, struggling to get a damn victory, struggling to, you know what I'm saying, be relevant. Now we're like, we're not only just getting victories, but we're more than relevant. And uh, we're on the cusp, you know what I'm saying, of doing some great things. So it's just nice to to be a Bills fans right now. But boy, was it rough in the in the day. Back in the day, having the quarterbacks that we had to go through, all the mess that we had to go through, my goodness, my, 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 how things and how times have changed. Uh, salute to everybody tuned in, by the way. I got We got uh, just over 250 people tuned in from YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch. Salute, what's happening was good. Smash that like while you guys are in here. So next up, next topic I want to talk on, and that's uh, speaking of people getting fired and, not making decisions and not bettering your team. Well, we have an opportunity, folks. 
we have an opportunity to better our team by adding Odell Beckham Jr. Now, Odell is on is on a <clears throat> he's on a, a tour right now. And he's in uh, the top teams that he's looking to potentially, you know, saying be lend his services to or have his services there for long term. That's the New York Giants. That's the Buffalo Bills. And that's the Dallas Cowboys. Now, they say that they say that Odell Beckham is more likely to sign with Dallas Cowboys. And I I agree. I think that it just it just makes sense that he'd go to Dallas Cowboys. Do I like that? No. Would I rather him with the Bills? Of course I would. But I know the game. And you guys have heard me say before that I never understood. I, I never felt like he was truly going to sign here. I think that Odell was his buddy. That's his homie. And you want to get back in the league. You want to get you want to get the bag. The Rams certainly didn't want to give you the bag. And you made it very clear. So let me help you out. Maybe come to the Bills. Why not? Come through. Now, is there genuine, genuine uh, feeling that Odell could come to the Bills from Von Miller? Absolutely. There's no reason he would put his name out there. It's a possibility. But he's like, but if you don't, yo, I got you, man. I'm going to prop you up enough that somebody's going to give you the bag and give you some money. So here we are. I think the top two choices are the Bills and the Dallas Cowboys. So on the visit, and this is what kind of made me laugh and kind of annoyed me at the same time, right? We do this all the time. And I remember the first time this happened when we had to host a big-time free agent, and that was Mario Williams. I don't know if you guys remember this, but when Mario Williams came through, uh, I can't remember who went to dinner. But I do know it was Kyle Williams was one of them. Kyle Williams was definitely one heading up the, the whole situation. Um, and I don't recall who else was there to go to dinner. But they took him to a fancy Italian restaurant. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, I don't know what you, but I was on Pro Football Talk just hitting refresh, refresh, refresh. What's going on? Are we going to sign him? What's going on? And uh, we ended up signing him, right? And uh, they made it somewhat public to have Mario Williams visiting and they're, they're taking him here and they're whining and dining and all that good stuff. <clears throat> here come the Bills, bringing in Odell Beckham. Have a private chef. You know what I'm saying? They're going to go to Josh Allen's house. They're going to chit-chat. I don't know who was there. Uh, maybe it was Diggs. I can I'm sorry, Vaughn, Diggs, um, Allen. You know what I'm Probably the big dogs in the squad. Maybe a couple more guys. I don't know, right? However, that's what was happening. And when asked, Hey, how was your visit? It was good. I tried some lemon pepper wings. Who gives a damn with no damn lemon pepper wings? You know what I'm saying? You want to you if you really want to bring this this brother over, you got to wine and dine his ass. That's that's the that's the point of of you know what I'm saying, really like bringing on a guy, but we're limited. Buffalo Buffalo's limited now. I don't live in Buffalo, so I won't speak on what's in your town. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. And I've also been to bigger cities. And I know what's attractive and what's not attractive. And there's not a whole lot of things that you can attract to someone that, you know what I'm saying, that's been in bigger places, right? He was just in L.A. for crying out loud. So L.A. to Buffalo is a, is a very big difference. Anyway, I say all this to say, did we do enough with the resources we had to land Odell Beckham? That's the real question. Because last night, I don't know if it, if it, if it's, that's the lifestyle he wants, but the Dallas Cowboys came out. They brought this man to a Mavs game. They were showing out. The boys are out there. And I'm like, that's the lifestyle he likes. He wants to be able to play football. He's playing in a big market rather than a small market. That works for him. It feels like it works for him. 
But if he's really, truly, and this is where my thoughts come in, he's really, truly about winning. And he likes that college atmosphere, small-knit community. You know what I'm saying? That got you no matter what. And have a good chance of winning. And you want to really compete. And you're next to Stefan Diggs. And you got Josh Allen in the back. And you got your boy Von Miller. It makes, it makes all the sense to come through and come to Buffalo. Because we, we're ready to go. You want to play football and not be distracted? Let's go. Buffalo's where you need to be. But hey, man, Dallas came through. They showed him a time. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. But we're limited. What, are you going to bring him to a Sabres game? <laughs> are you going to bring him to a Buffalo Bandits game? I don't, I don't, I'm just saying. You know, family, there's, there's not a whole lot you can take him to. <laughs> I don't know too much that's going on in Buffalo because I don't want to hate. You're going to take him to the Galleria? Take him to the mall? <laughs> I'm not trying to joke around, but you feel me? I'm just saying. There's, 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 if you're going to, if someone's coming to Buffalo, they're certainly, their mind frame is not coming for the glitz and glam. Buffalo doesn't give you glitz and glam. And there's uh, no shade. This is no shade. I'm just keeping it a buck. There's no glitz and glam out there. But that's not why you come here. You come here because you heard about the people. You come here because you got a franchise quarterback. You got a top-notch GM, top-notch coach. We play football out here. You know what I'm saying? And we win. Come on through. This will be, be a great addition to this team. And you can never have enough weapons. More weapons, the better. You know what I'm saying? But I also understand. Big lights, big city, Dallas Cowboys, the star, Jerry Jones, all that stuff. Now, it was something very interesting that was said today. Um, and Jerry Jones came out and was like, listen, man, it's not guaranteed that we're going to sign him. Like, there's still rehab. There's all this injury stuff that he's got to deal with. We, we, we need to see what he's got. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we're, it's not a guarantee that we're going to sign this guy right off the bat. On the contrary, <clears throat> Rich Eisen uh, was, was uh, actually interviewing Sean McDermott. And Sean McDermott was asked, hey, man, Jerry Jones is like, hey, man, there ain't no guarantee that you can sign this brother. So what about y'all? Are you guys on the same wavelength as that the Dallas Cowboys of like, ah, we're not sure we need to work him out. And McDermott was straight up. He was like, yo, we didn't work him out. Um, but we trust the medical field. We trust the medical you know, prognosis on this man. And we have faith in the medical team. And we have faith in what the man's been through. The guy's been, he's had this injury before. He knows, he feels. We, we're going to trust his word. Pretty much is what McDermott is pretty much saying. We're going to trust the medical staff. We're going to trust what they tell us. And we're going to trust the man. You know what I'm We didn't work him out. So does that stop you from signing him? And that's where he's like, yeah, listen, man, we don't have it. Listen, if it works out and it's, it's where it's supposed to be, paraphrasing here, we'll bring him in. But we didn't do all that stuff. We trust what the medical team is saying, and we trust the man himself that's been through this situation. He knows the rehab, and he can tell us, I'm further ahead than I was, or I feel the same, or I'm like, oh, this one's a little different. I'm not sure. Who knows? But they feel good enough that they feel like, they might be able to bring this man. So Odell could be coming to Buffalo. I doubt it happens. But if it does, kudos because I would love it. I think we all would love it. And I think that it, it just, it would allow us to, to, to really open up this offense. And if we haven't opened it up yet, Odell would force us to open it up. Uh, Josh Allen was also on the Kyle Brandt. Obviously, he does a, a show with Kyle Brandt. And um, they asked him about, <clears throat> excuse me, they asked him about the ability of bringing 
in a hotel back for Christmas. And uh, here is what uh, Mr. Josh Allen had to say. Christmas present and give you and your teammates Odell Beckham Jr. How would you feel? Uh, that'd be uh, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be really really cool. Uh, he obviously he came to Buffalo. It's no secret. Yeah. Got to hang out with him for a little bit and I guess give our best spiel. But um, I know there's reports about him committing today or tomorrow. I don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think everybody would welcome that. Obviously, like you can never have too many weapons on a team and again his track record speaks for for itself and you know he stays in that game last year he's a super bowl mvp and it's looking a whole lot different yeah. this year for him i gave him some some tidbits of you know what i could foresee happening you know with him on the field he, he wants to win football games he wants to win super bowls and um you know i think he understands that you know what what's bringing a super bowl here to western new york and bill's mafia would mean um and i think that excites him so uh we'll we'll see well there you have it we'll see so did they give enough of a spiel now dallas can give you the glitz and glam josh allen's like yo i ain't gonna give you glitz and glam but what i will tell you is that i got 14 on this side i got 13 on that side you know what i'm saying i got 88 i got snowman and check this out let me give you a little play let me give you, let me, let me break down some. You know what I'm saying? The probably the, the Bills social media team probably put a little package together for him and say, hey, this could be you. Are you ready to come to Buffalo? They can give you all the glitz and glam, but we ain't going to do that. You know what we're going to do? We're going to win some freaking football games. Are you ready to come through and win some football games with us? That, if that's the spiel and it's strong enough, it's convicting enough, shit, maybe we got him. Maybe we got him. Maybe we don't need to do all that stuff. Sometimes, simplicity is best sometimes simplicity is best we can make the jokes that you know we don't do enough and so on and so forth because i still laugh at them but sometimes simplicity is best you don't gotta complicate shit you don't gotta show them all this stuff because at one point it's gonna it's not there anymore football is where you're here and this is what it's about and dallas is looking good don't get me wrong dallas is looking mighty nice over there you know what i'm saying they got they got tony Paula out there cd lamb they got some good weapons out there but so do we damn it so do we so we'll see. We will see what uh, in the coming days, what uh, Mr. Beckham decides to do. If it comes to Buffalo, that's going to be pretty chill. That'll be dope. Then the question becomes, how ready is he? How ready is he? How, how um, will, will he need these next few games to shake the rust off? <clears throat> he probably will because that's exactly what he did with the Rams. He needed time to shake the rust off with the Rams. But once the playoff started, he was dialed in. He was dialed in. He was one of the better receivers on that squad. And if not, like 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 uh, Josh Allen said, if not for the injury, he's the MVP of that Super Bowl. Facts. And we all saw what was going on in that Super Bowl. So we'll see. We shall see. We shall see what uh, what pans out with our guy, uh, Mr. Odell Beckham. Uh, did Josh and the boys do enough? We're about to find out in the next few days. Let's find out. So, folks, um, by the way, thanks. thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, another another session with your boy on the Rico Report. Uh, smash that like as always. We're trying to, you know, me Andy up to subscribers. We're at uh, 20, 22, what are we at? 23 and change. So, we, um, so we, we're at what? Seven, 700 people left here. Let's make it work. Let's make it work. So um, next up, next up, I got to talk about this, man. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. You know what I'm saying? And uh, 
the last game we had, I mean, it feels like a long time ago, but I used to, we still got to talk about it, right? There were some really good things that happened last game, and we got to talk about it. And I'm interested in talking about it because there were things that, that stood out, and I felt that, man, this is, a, this is a difference maker. This is what we need. This is huge. Now, before I get into the good, the bad, the ugly, I know I had a, um, a couple questions coming in. So I'm going to get, get to a couple of your questions and also Super Chats because I know my man um, had a Super Chat earlier. So I'm scrolling on back so I can uh, not disrespect y'all like that because those are your hard-earned dollars. And if you want to ask me a question or you need to make a statement or you want to talk shit about your boy, this is your chance to do it. Um, so my man, James, my Canadian brother, James. What's going on, James? James comes in with a super chat, says, hey, Rico, how many lobsters are in there? <laughs> how many lobsters in the trap today? Yo, I'm going to tell you right now, man, I am not a lobster guy. I can't stand lobster. And they want to talk about, oh, it's a delicacy, man. That's, that's a cockroach of the sea. I ain't doing it. And I see the work that has to be put in to eat a lobster. Your hands smell like garbage afterwards. Is this nasty. I don't do it. It's too much work to get to the meat that's just like, that's bland. You know what I'm saying? I see people, oh, can I get the lobster, please? <laughs> Gross. And I've had it. You got to dip it in garlic butter. I get out of here, man. I need mine, like, well-seasoned. I don't want to dip it in something. To, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a well-seasoned wing. And you go to dip it in blue cheese and, and sour cream or whatever you want to, whatever you guys want to dip it in, right? Sometimes I just want the flavor of the wing and whatever you do. If it's lemon pepper, man, I want that lemon pepper. You know what I'm saying? If it's a honey... Honey barbecue or uh, whatever that 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 beautiful flavor is that over that at the a bar bill, give me that. But you gotta dip your wing in something. It takes away the flavor. You know what I'm saying you're getting you're adding another flavor. It takes away the, the natural flavor of the wing. That's what that's what I feel with lobster. You know what I'm saying? There's no there's no there's no flavor to the lobster. You gotta dip it in garlic butter. You gotta work for it. No thank you. Cracking it. Making a mess, you gotta wear a stupid bib. <laughs> no thanks. I'll I'll pass. I'll grab myself a steak instead of a freaking lobster. Wait, please. Anyway, no, I did not catch any lobster. I went on a little tangent there. I did not catch any lobster, and you won't catch me. You won't see me catching no damn lobster. But anyway, what's the injury update uh, for this weekend's games? Um, thus far, obviously, you know that uh, my man uh, Von Miller is on an IR. Dion Dawkins. We hope that we get him back. I don't know the prognosis on the uh, the Bills injury report. Uh, but as of right now, uh, it's looking like uh, there was Deion Dawkins. Obviously, he's, he's got the anchor injury, so he didn't practice on Monday and he didn't practice on Tuesday. Um, so uh, we'll uh, we'll find out. Excuse me, he he didn't practice. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the wrong one. Give me a second here, folks. Give me a second. So that not too much is out right now, but based on last week's, he didn't practice all week, so he was out. So hopefully, we get him back this week. The the challenge with him is he's he was kind of day to day to week to week type of thing. So hopefully it's more day to day and we get him back because that left tackle, we're going to talk about that. It did look good. It did look good. And uh, you also want to know what's, what's going on with Elam. I'm going to get into the Elam talk. So stay tuned. We, we're going to get into that. Um, another super chat coming in. Excuse me, by the way, I got to give a shout out to Melissa stage. I see you, Melissa. Happy birthday to Melissa. I know you're asking a question, but I saw earlier that you wanted me to wish you happy birthday. So Melissa, happy birthday to you. If you're still watching. Um, there was another super chat that I saw that I've, I've got to address, and then I can get to uh, certain questions that are coming in off the rip. Uh, let me 
see where the super chat there it is so shout out to my man vera kennedy what's up vera vera comes in says i walk around my job like i'm terry pagula in this bitch mafia we going to the distance rico oh god let's go my man vera is feeling it. yo i'm feeling just as good as you are brother i'm feeling just as mighty good as you are because i'm excited about what this what this team can do going forward the fact that we have the number one seed everyone in the mother effing building knows we have that number one seed let's rep let's go <clears throat> so that being said let's talk about the good the bad the ugly let's talk about it right off the rip james freaking cook james cook you guys have you guys have you guys obviously some of you guys have been upset with me because i've been kind of harsh on james cook and i felt like he wasn't doing enough for me to, to really, you know what I'm saying, to say like, ah, he's 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 nothing special because that's initially that's my thought process with James Cook. Whenever I saw him on the field, obviously his first touch was a fumble, which really sucks. Poor guy, feel for him, but he never really did anything for him, right? But this past game was very interesting. James Cook surpassed the 15 touch mark. My man had 20 freaking touches this game. I did not expect that. 14 carries. Six receptions, and he went for 110 yards total. Total yards in the game. I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. I don't know if a lot of y'all see that coming, but I know a lot of people have been telling me, "Just wait, just wait, man." They give him his opportunity to get his touches. You're going to see some good things. This game, it wasn't an amazing game by James Cook, but it was definitely something that I was like, "Okay, I like what I see. I like what I'm seeing." James Cook going for 20 touches, going for 110 yards, and he had six receptions. That's why we brought him here, because he's able to catch the ball out of backfield. And I expect those type of numbers from a, a receiver, a receiving back, right? If you're not going to get the touches in the backfield, I get it. The touches are going to go to Devin Singletary majority. But get my guy out in space and let him do what he does. And he did a really good job. So uh, with, with what? He had what? Uh, how many yards did he have rushing? I can't, I can't recall how many yards he had rushing, but the fact of the matter is this. Kudos to our guy. Our guy doing big things in James Cook. I like it. I like it a lot. And it didn't take away too much from Devin Singletary because Devin Singletary had, what, 14 carries himself. If I remember correctly. Hold on. Let me just uh, get, the, get the game cash right so I understand exactly what, what I'm saying here. Yeah, Devin Singletary had what, what, 13, sorry, so he had 13 carries. So 14 for 64 for James Cook, and Devin Singletary had 13 carries for 51. And some folks, the funny thing is, some folks have an issue with this balanced offense. I have no issues with that. That keeps that defense guessing as to what the heck we're going to do. You don't know if we're going to run the ball and keep running the ball until you stop it. The fact that we have some sort of balance, or at least we had some balance in this past game, is encouraging it's encouraging to let me know that we do have the capability of doing it we just choose not to you know what i'm saying so hopefully this is a sign that we will be more balanced team going forward which makes us a harder team to stop we're already hard to stop already we're top five offense you know what i'm saying but the fact of the matter is the fact that we can run the football and we saw a glimpse of our second round draft pick and james cook able to do these things 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right? Left for dead. You said it, man. Long sustained drives. And you get long sustained drives by being able to be balanced enough to run the football. Six-yard pop here. Seven-yard pop here. First down. Here we go again. Four-yard pop here. Let me give you a screenplay. Or let me give you a little slant. First down, we run the ball again. We keep it going. Right? That's what I like to hear. Um, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of what I saw from James Cook. I hope it goes forward. Um, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm not laying off of what I, what I said before. Um, here's my apology for not doing that. I need to see more. And what I saw last game was huge. I'm a big fan of that. So let's keep that up. So part of the, the good, the bad, the ugly that stands out for me is the fact that we were able to see Mr. James Cook get on there and do a great job. So shout out to James Cook uh, getting uh, getting the touches and shout out to Ken Dorsey making it happen. Putting your ego aside. I don't know if he has one, but you know what I mean? Putting your, 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 I'm going to call, I'm going to call it ego for, cause I can't find another word to, to replace it with, but I'm going to say putting your ego aside to know that it doesn't have to be pass, 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 pass. Freaking run the rock. And we have the backs to do it. So put that side and, and see that this has happened. Josh Allen's going to get his. Trust me. Trust me when I tell you he's going to get his. And when, when he's warmed up and ready to go, there's nothing that anybody can do. He's going to get his. You know what I'm saying? So if we have a balance, 
I love it. I love it. Let's keep it up. Now, we're going to continue with the good, right? Josh Allen, zero turnovers passing the football. What I mean by that is no interceptions. Yes, he had that fumble. I get it. But we already know what happened. J David Questenberry totally whiffed on, uh, I, can't, I can't pronounce that man's name, but uh, Ime, Ime or whatever that dude's name is. He was just on relentless. He was on fire and uh, unstoppable. I made a mistake by saying it was Matthew Judon last week, but it wasn't Matthew Judon. It was this, uh, it was the lineman. Uh, actually, I'll tell you his name right now. It was uh, Josh Uche. He had two sacks that game and three QB hits. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Uche because he was, he was a badass. But the fact is this, Josh Allen committed no interceptions. Now, did he have a couple throws where like, woof, that could have been picked? Absolutely. But the point is he didn't give it away. It didn't work out. So no turnovers, Josh. I like it because when we turn the ball over, we're, we're keeping these teams in it. We don't have the luxury to keep these teams in it, man. You know what I'm saying? We just don't. Let's put these teams away like we're supposed to and keep it pushing. So Josh Allen's zero turnovers. I love, I loved all about that. Greg Rousseau being back in the lineup. Man, I loved it. Greg Rousseau, his ability to set the edge, his, his long arms. He had he had a play where he batted the ball down. He didn't really have to get too much. He was, <laughs> that was it. Bang. Bat, batted the ball down. Loved the fact that he came back. No Von Miller, no problem. Now, I'm not saying we're gonna, we, we don't miss Von Miller. We do. We definitely do. That closer, Von Miller, that, that closer that he is, we don't have that for now. But we, we will get that right before the playoffs, so I'm looking forward to that. But Mr. Greg Rousseau, love every bit of that. The fact that he's back in the lineup, love it. it. It gives us that little extra power to stop that run because he is a mighty, mighty player in that process to helping us stop the run with the additions of, obviously, Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, uh, Jordan Phillips, Ed Oliver. You know what I'm saying? And don't forget Shaq Lawson in that mix. So shout out to uh, Greg Rousseau. Love him back in the lineup. Here's another one. The run defense. Run defense looks freaking fantastic. In the last couple of games, we've really done a damn good job of stifling up the run, especially this past one. We let these guys run for like 60 yards. How many yards did they rush for? 60 yards rushing. 60 freaking yards rushing with a really good running back in Ramondre Stevenson. This defense was ready to rock. So this run defense is, is peaking back up again where we can really start to, to dominate the trenches and, and make these teams one-dimensional. You can't run the football, so you're going to have to pass. Guess what? We're there. We're going to be there. So love to see that. Not mad at it at all. Let's keep it up. Trey White. Trey White. And, and it's nothing that, nothing that Trey White did. More, it's more about Trey White getting more plays and more touches. Love it. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. So. Let's um, let's continue to see growth in Trey White coming back. And once he starts to get more comfortable and now we can make him travel, he doesn't really travel anyway, but let's, 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 let's see more of him shutting down top tier receivers. So then we can be the defense that we're supposed to be. So welcome back, Trey White. Love that you're back. Let's keep it up, right? Let's keep on the good of what that stood out to me. Um, in this uh in this game and uh, shout out to uh, the chat right now i see you guys are bumping right now salute to you guys smash i like love every bit of it let's keep it let's keep it rolling right defense is on a roll everybody's stepping up but the most important thing is it's the role players role players stepping up and more specifically shaq freaking lawson if you guys paid attention to what shaq lawson was doing shaq lawson was was unbelievable last game honestly man this guy was a problem this guy was setting the edge he was making sure that his responsibilities were taken care of. 
and I'm I love it. And he's and he's fired up and he's vocal. That is something that I'm 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 big on. Shaq, and, I, and I'll be honest, man, I wasn't sure if Shaq Lawson was going to be part of the squad. I think they just brought him in just to kind of well, we're bringing we're bringing him in because he's got veteran ability and he's been on this team before. But he's got to make this dude so glad he's on the squad. So glad he's on the squad. Um, him alone. I mean, I'm, tr- I'm trying to look at his stat line because he made the stat sheet. He had three tackles, three solo tackles, and he had one tackle for a loss. And he had one where he didn't really have to do much. Running back ran right into him and, and jacked him up and sat him at sat his ass down. Shaq, happy that he's here. He sets the edge like you wouldn't believe. It's it's a gift, man. The guy's nice. So if we if we were serious about committing to stopping the run, you're gonna have to see more Shaq Lawson on the field. That's just what it comes down to. So love every bit of Shaq Lawson doing the business. I don't want to laugh at this, but when Macaroni Jones was sprinting all over the place, going back and left, right, this, right, Jordan Phillips kind of gave up on the play a little bit until he saw Mac Jones coming back his way. He's like, oh, shit. He got up and he got up on his horse and tried to chase him, and he did an awkward dive, and it just looked like a poor scene. Just, just a big fella just face down with a poor effort of trying to get the quarterback. He's a big fella. I don't expect him to do that. But he did get hurt. So that's why I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at the initial look of how it happened. And I think he kind of got hurt. So I don't know how how badly uh, <laughs> how badly it looks or how badly it is. We'll, we'll know in the middle of the week when these guys start talking about it. But I thought that was hilarious. Anyway, let's stay with the good. Shaq Lawson, AJ Epinesa, role players stepping up and doing what they're supposed to do. Chef's kiss. Love every bit of it. Here's another one. Coach McDermott and Dorsey out coaching Bill Belichick. We don't talk about it enough, man. And and it's and it's it's actually really nice to see because the last time we played the Patriots, they were out coached, they were outplayed, they were embarrassed, they were everything under the sun. This was no different. This was no different. We absolutely gave it to the Patriots. There was nowhere where they dominated something. Right, except for a couple plays in the in the game, but for the most part, we were in control the whole time because we we owned the trenches. We were owning the trenches. We did what we were supposed to do. We ran all over them. We what? We had over 100 yards rushing on these boys, so we'll keep that up. We had 132 yards rushing, and Josh was able to do what he needed to do against us. And it was a modest day. He had 223 yards. It was a modest day, but it just looked like we just really got him. And Belichick just looked disheveled. He looked beaten. He looked. Um, just, I even saw the, when they went to, to kind of, you know, when the coaches go there, do their dap, usually there's, there's a word said, or maybe a couple words. Hey coach, uh, good luck. Rest of the season. You guys still in it. Uh, good luck. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It was, it was really a pat on the shoulder and just one word was said. And I'm out of here. It, it just, he looks defeated. Even in his press conference, he just looks miserable and I'm here for it. I'm loving every bit of it. I want you to look as miserable as possible. I want you to. I want you to be on the sidelines, so mad you're banging that phone on the on the. I want all it. I want all the smoke. You know what I mean, and I love every bit of it. So look disheveled. Look like you just woke up and you just you know be living in your car for that long. I don't care. I love every bit of the Patriots' failure and the fact that they lose to the Bills. <laughs> it's even more of a chef's kiss for me. So uh, yeah, kudos to the Bills handling the Patriots. Um, love it. Love every bit of it. Uh, let's let's keep let's keep it rolling with the good. I don't know why my phone keeps stopping. So let's keep it rolling with good. McDer- uh, McDermott and Dorsey doing what they're supposed to do. Dorsey coming out and having a, a planned attack, a balanced attack, where we ran more than we passed, right? We had 33 attempts passing. We had 37 attempts rushing. 
That tells me we close out the game. That tells me that we've done what we need to do, and now it's time to put you guys to bed. Night, night. And that's what we did by running the ball and closing the game out. Dorsey, well done. Let's keep it up. Let's find, let's, let's find that, that natural balance, and let's keep it pushing. Let's keep it doing it, right? Three for three in the red zone. Love it. Three for three in the red zone, you can't go wrong. You know what I mean? That's been our challenge, right? When we get to the red zone, what are you doing with when you get to the red zone? Well, what, what are your plans? What, I mean, like, the mistakes. So we made no mistakes. We got into the red zone, and we finished the red zone. Love every bit of it. Let's keep that up. Let's keep the trend going. Not only that, we were back on our bullshit, and I'm talking about good bullshit, for going 9 for 15 on third downs. Compared to the Detroit Lions game where we went 3 three for 13 or something stupid, well, this game, 9 for 15. We're starting to look like the old Bills offense. And I'm talking about like from weeks one to six. Let's keep it up. Let's keep it pushing. I'm saying now we just got to get that defense back to it and, 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 and healthy. And we're good, people. And we're peak at the right time. And last but not least, the one that stood out to me, and if you guys have anything else that stood out to you that was part of the good, let me know right now. Time of possession. That's the one that killed it. We had 38 minutes of possession where we were in control. That's why the game felt like we were in control. We had the ball. We were doing what we wanted to. I'm saying it wasn't balanced, man. 38 minutes to their 21. Give it to me. Love it, man. We could have put up way more points on these boys. They're lucky we only put up 24. We could have put way more points, man. The game probably would have opened up more had that penalty not been called on Sweeney. And it was an egregious penalty. But if the penalty wasn't called on Sweeney and Diggs goes for that 40-yard bomb, Yo, we would have poured it on those boys. It would have been worse. You know what I'm We would have, you know, broke the camel back on that. But the fact that they still had hope, so they're still playing somewhat hard. But anyway, it is what it is. It is what it is. So uh, that's, that's what stood out to me in terms of the good. If anything stood out to you that I have not touched on, talk to me on the good and just put, just put hashtag good and tell me what your, your thoughts are on uh, what stood out to you as from the good, the bad, the ugly. I think I pretty much hit on all things that, that allowed us to have success. Uh, if I miss something, let me know. My man Kirk58 said, yo, Bilicek is toasted, man. He lost his fire. Um, did he lose his fire? You know what? I don't know. Maybe he did lose his fire. I know LaShawn Le- Le- McCoy is out here saying, hey, man, Tom Brady leaving Bill Belichick is the worst thing that could have happened to Bill Belichick because when Tom Brady doesn't play, Bill Belichick is a 500 coach or below 500. I can't remember exactly. Tom Brady, excuse me, Bill Belichick is a below 500 coach when Tom Brady's not there. So what LaShawn McCoy essentially was saying is that, yo, he's, he's, he's not as glorious as you think he is. He just had a damn good franchise quarterback that got him seven rings, six rings, excuse me. And then Tom Brady goes somewhere else and is able to, you know what I mean, to thrive and win a Super Bowl. And then Belichick is just going through it <laughs> he's going through it man he's got McCorkle Jones and and Mac Jones is not a bad quarterback it's just that Bill Belichick decided to go the cheap route or give his buddies an opportunity I don't know or try to think he was more of a genius than he is and give Matt Patricia and Joe Judge the opportunity to call plays for the offense in the NFL the disrespect that you have towards other guys that can really do that I digress I digress because that's not my team. <laughs> and I don't give two shits because that's not my squad. 
Um, but if you guys, if you guys uh, have anything that stands out, you guys let me know. Kirk 58 says, you'll stop Kelsey and you stop the Chiefs, man. Frazier better watch to see how Bengals shut Kelsey down. Well, he's got three three game films to look and make sure. You got three game films to make sure. So we'll find out. We'll soon find out. Casca says, yo, Brady going back to the Pats and going to go back to owning the AFC East again. Don't you know? <laughs> now, nah, Brady, nah, fam. Brady ain't going back. And if he does, that's more for us. To, that's, gives, gives, that gives us an opportunity to get us two cracks at Tom Brady and, and have him lose. Have both him and Bill Belichick hitting that phone and yelling on the sideline. I'd love it. You want to come back to AFC East? Bring it on. Because we're, we're ready for your ass. Uh, Melissa Stage. What's up, Melissa? Happy birthday to you, my girl. She goes, uh, Rico, the AFC Championship game is in Buffalo this year. KC will be here. They will feel the mafia present. That is the hope. But we just got to win that damn division. And we got to get that number one seed. We got to get that number one seed. All right. The good, the bad, the ugly. Here we are in the bad. I didn't have too much to share on what was bad in that game. But there are some things that stood out to me. Penalties. We had six penalties that game. Let me, let me make sure that I've got this correct. I believe we had six. Was it six penalties? Yes, we had six penalties for 57 yards. Excuse me, 47 yards. And the penalties, it's not like we, we, we had like a whole whack of yards that affected us, but there were some crucial plays that, negate, that negated huge plays. And one being the Stefan Diggs big bomb from Josh Allen. That would have opened the game up, and that would have had us just killing the game and and Bob's your uncle. We would have been on, on top of things. But the fact of the matter is this. Penalties continue to kind of kill us. And they've, they've killed us in the red zone. We were able to do that. We had Devin Singletary touchdown or Devin Singletary first down, I remember. I believe it was at the Detroit game. Penalty. Bring it back. And then we end up getting, getting a field goal. It could have been for six, but now we're selling for three. Penalties, we've got to be more disciplined. we got to knock off the penalties, man. You know what I'm saying? So if we can clean that up, the penalties in these games, man, we're, we're better for it. We're a much better team for it. So we just got to be disciplined. That's a discipline thing. That's a discipline thing. It's not a, it's not a oh, this team's not a good team. It's a, it's a discipline thing. So let's, let's clean that up. Let's clean that up. Now, let's continue that. Deion Dawkins was missed. And that's what I'm going to say. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go like that. Deion Dawkins was missed. Left tackle is a, an important position. I'm not saying that Deion Dawkins is an all-pro does he have the potential to be? Of course. But I'm not saying he's and I'm not saying he's an all-pro, but he ain't no scrub. You know what I'm saying? And he's 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 got an important position to cover and protect the backside of the franchise quarterback. And David Questenberry, although hurt, I understand. But man didn't even touch the lineman. You know what I'm saying? You didn't even get a hand on him. And if Josh Allen wasn't as aware as he is, wasn't as mobile as he is. That's a kill shot to give to a freaking lineman coming in and barreling down on you. That is a kill shot. I know King Cam. I know Questenberry was hurt. I get it. But if you hurt, and here's the thing. Hurt is one thing. I mean, if you guys ever, if you guys ever play football, being hurt is one thing. Being injured and being injured is another. You know what I'm saying? Injured, you can't play. You're on the sideline. Hurt, you're good enough to play. You can, you can fight through the pain. So I still expect you to do your job. You know what I'm saying? So I got a bum ankle. Either you can play or you can't. Which is it? All right, you can play. Then I expect you to do your damn job because you're nicked up. I mean, it might sound harsh, but that's that's how I've always been 
around coaches, it was like, yo, can you play or can you, can you not play? Because if you can't play, that means I want your 100% effort. You feel me? And gut it out. So Questenberry may have gutted it out, but man, to have no hands, no hands on that, nah, man. You got to get a hand on your, on your lineman. I don't care. If he beats you and, and bulldozes your ass, fine. At least you slowed him down a little bit. But you let that man dip around you and went, whoop. You said ole and let him go through. It could have been disastrous. Turned into a fumble, recovered by the, by, the, by the opposing defense, but still, can't have that. Can't have that. You know what I mean? If you're going to play, you're going to play. If you're injured, sit your ass on the bench, and then, you know what I'm saying, go, go to the medical tent. We'll get you right. We'll get somebody else in. And Bobby Hart came in. It wasn't any better. <laughs> that's the worst part. Bobby Hart came through, and he was just some, some buns. But that's Bobby Hart for you. Um, but anyway, that stood out to me as, as bad. And more so, it's more so that we missed Deion Dawkins. I don't want to talk ill of David Questenberry. It's more that we missed, we missed on, on, uh, on Mr. Deion Dawkins. So we hope that Deion Dawkins is healthy enough that he comes back, that we don't have to uh, sit with David Questenberry or Bobby Hart at left tackle protecting Josh Allen. Can't have that. Can't have that. Anyway, uh, secondly, what I don't want to call this bad, but because the categories here. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put this in the bad. Now, before I do, I gotta read a super chat. Excuse me, not a super chat. A comment from my man uh, Wario. And he goes, Rico. I know how it feels during my days of playing sports. It's not as easy as it is. Um, no, it's not. It's not easy. Nothing's easy. Playing in the NFL is not. You're a left tackle. It's a tough job, right? But you make the conscious effort of can you can you can you deliver? Are right, you good? Let me tape you up. All right, get out there. Get me. Listen, fellas, I get the game. You're going to, there's some, there's some plays that is just, is bad. And that was one of them that happened to be bad. Is David Questenby a trash lineman? No. But that moment in that series, not great. He didn't have a good, he didn't have a good game. Now, is he playing out of position? He's played that position before. So it's not like he's out of position. It's just, it just happens. I get it. People get hurt. Boy, we would be singing another tune. If that that play turned into we lost our player for the year or whatever the case is, I'm not even going to say that out loud. I'm going to just keep it at that. But you guys catch my drift anyway. Uh, and, and here's the here's the and, I, and here's the next one. I don't want to call this bad. I just want to say it. I'm going to put a little in, 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 in. We'll call it my eyes are on you. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm concerned or or something of that nature. But. It comes to Gabe Davis. Gabriel Davis, two receptions, seven targets, one drop. He did have the touchdown. Great awareness. It was, it was, it was cool. But at the same time, yo, our eyes are on you, brother. Our eyes are on you. Especially because now we're looking at Odell potentially come to the squad. Not that it has anything to do with what you're doing, but we, you know what I'm saying? We see you as that that our number two receiver. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to need you down the stretch. So we've got to, you know what I mean, get, get back to being familiar with, you know what I'm saying, being Josh's number two and be ready for it because he's going to target you. The targets won't stop. It's going to keep coming, but you're going to have to step up and, and, and really make things happen. I'm not saying he's on the milk carton. I'm not trying to do that. Jim Graham, is want, he wants me to put Gabe Davis on the milk carton. <laughs> Yo, you something else, man. Um, but I'm just saying, my we're we're all watching, we're all watching, we're all watching you. 
And uh, Texas Flood, Hodgins looks good in NY. It is, Isaiah, I'm glad Isaiah Hodgins was scooped up because we had this man sitting on the sideline and on the practice squad, and he was getting better. He was, he was developing as he's on the sideline. Kudos to him, and he's getting his opportunity. And that route that he ran was very Stefan-esque, right? Very Stefan-esque, right? Crawl up to the line, shuffle, shuffle, turn right as if you're going right towards, and then break back outside. And it was very Stefan-esque. You can tell he's been watching. He's been, you know what I'm saying, getting better with his route, his route running abilities. And he's always had, he's always a decent route runner. Uh, but it's good to see him do what he's doing in NY. Would have loved to see him back in Buffalo and had a chance to get on the field. Absolutely. But it's, uh, it's, uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. Uh, there are multiple reports that Gabe Davis' ankle is still bothering him, and he can see it on film on his route running. And that's another thing I was going to break out as well. So my brother and I were talking, and he's got Gabe Davis on his fantasy. He's like, yo, Gabe Davis hasn't been giving me numbers, man. I was like, well, he's still, he, he came off of ankle injury. So, and he came back a little, maybe a little too early. I don't know. He's like, yo, but why does it seem like he's always, like, when he runs, it looks like he's hurt all the time. Like, is that his way of running or is he actually hurt? And there was a play uh, that, that, I, that I saw. A, he ran a route. I don't think the ball was going his way. But it's the way that Gabe slowed down. And I, I don't know how I can explain it unless people know what I mean by it. But he was running. And usually if you slow down, you kind of stop on a dot and kind of, you know, we walk to walk to where you're supposed to. But his was like, I'm slowing. I'm ramping down. I can't explain it, but it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough to see that uh, he's in and he's it's gutty. Let me put it this way. It's gutty that he's playing. And it's funny because I'm saying, are you hurt? Are you injured? Right. I'm talking about hurt or injured. Um, and he's out there gutting it out and, and giving us his best. Like we're going to have some plays where it doesn't work out. David Questenberry, we're going to have some plays where it's a little rough, where you think he's got it. And Gabe Davis is like, what? You didn't catch that? What was going on? But here's the problem. Being hurt, being having an ankle injury is one thing, but ain't nothing wrong with your hands, baby. <laughs> you feel me? Ain't nothing wrong with your hands. If you, you had a broken finger, I get it. I can give you that. But the problem isn't here. The problem is down there. Now, speed-wise, that's a whole different ballgame. Now, if you're missing on stuff, I get it. I get it. But ain't nothing wrong with these, baby. You got you got you got you got to bring these in. You got the mitts for a reason. So, I'm I'm chalking it up as listen, he's just all out of sorts once he gets into the rhythm of running the right plays and running at the right speed, then the mesh points are easier for him and and Josh Allen to connect. So, maybe that's what's off a little bit. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But I'm not saying it's bad for Gabe Davis, but we 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 see you, brother. We see you. We see you. That's all that's all I'm going to say. Um, last but not least in terms of bad, I don't know if I put another thing into my notes, uh, for bad. Um, but that was it, man. The penalties and, and Gabe Davis a little bit. All right. Gabe Davis a little bit, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do him dirty like that because potentially he could be hurt right now. Last but not least, we go from the good, the bad to the ugly. Before I get to my point about what was ugly in this game, is there anything that stands out for you guys that was ugly, downright ugly in this game? Talk to me. Do you have, does anything stand out to you? Because if you do have something that stands out, let me know. Give me a second here. Huh. Good to know. Good to know. Anyway, 
Uh, you let me. Uh, you let me know what's going on. I just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna point this up here. I don't know what it is, but somebody. Some. If Matt Fave says your mom, I'm try. I'm testing something out because if you want something to be potentially starred or read, uh, and I think I started. I'm not sure if I did or not, but uh, I can uh, star something and uh, put something in there. So Matt was probably talking shit, talking about somebody else, but it's cool. No stress about it. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> you know what? That's hilarious. The bad Matt Patricia trying to be an offensive coordinator. Freaking right, Matt Hernandez. Freaking right. Yo, what? That's on Bill Belichick. That a whole here. You know what? Here's the bad. We usually talk about our own team, but here's the bad. Bill Belichick trusting a defensive coordinator and a special teams coach to run the offense and expect to have great results. And if you were a great drafter, you know what I'm saying? Where, you know what, if we don't do well, we'll have a high draft pick and then I can get myself out of it. But Bill Belichick is not a great drafter. He doesn't draft well. For crying out loud, you took Cole Strange. Not that Cole Strange is a terrible lineman, but I'm sure of it that you could have got him in a later round. But you took Cole Strange ahead of a lot of good players. That should tell you all you need to know about what kind of drafting ability that Coach Belichick has. I'm sorry. But that that ever that had everybody that had everybody scratching their head. What exactly? Anyway, I'm gonna let it that. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, but anything that stood out to you is ugly. I love that the the fact that we brought that out though. But let me tell you what was ugly to me. And uh, I'm a and it's not the play of this person. It's the fact that we didn't see this person. Kyrie Elam. And uh, and. I'm I'm going to chalk it up as maybe coaching, and I and I don't know this for certain, but yeah, if somebody's hurt or somebody's questionable, and that's why X player is not playing or whatever the case is, then you just say you chalk it up to this person's hurt or he's not well. But there was no illness, according to I think it was. Matt Matt Bove, I think, or was it Dan Fights? I can't remember who it was, but it was not considered an illness, and it was not considered an injury. So, what was it? That I need to understand. What was it? So, apparently, the explanation was, we wanted to see. We spoke to Kyrie. We let him know what's going on. And we we just wanted to see what we had in Xavier Rhodes. That's what that's why we made that move. I'm not buying that shit from nobody. That is bizarre to me. And you can't tell me that does that doesn't strike you odd. That's not weird. You know what I'm saying? Why isn't Kyir Elam playing? It's not like he's terrible. But you chose, you opted to go with Xavier Rhodes to see what you got. You can't see that shit in practice to know whether this guy's ready to play or not. You were able to see it with Cam Lewis when you decided to trot him out at safety. You know what I'm saying? So, and the ug- the reason I bring this ugly is not because of the player itself. It's more so what the decision-making in terms of roster like what we're doing is just odd, right? Like we trade, and I'm gonna leave this up. The the ugly is not of the the play of of Kyrie Lim. More so, what is management doing when it comes to the roster? You know what I'm saying they did that. I mean they they held out Trey White 
for a while until they started playing him when he had all the time to jump back in and so on and so forth. We understand that. We give you a pass because you guys had a plan. Got you. You trade for Naeem Hines. You have him solely as a kick return, pro return. Maybe that was the plan. When you brought him in, we're training for you, but you're going to be, we'll, we'll sprinkle you in as a running back. But I brought you mainly to be the kick return, pump return. So that way we don't have to worry about it. If that's the case, fine. I get it. You trade for Dean Marlowe. Dean Marlowe hasn't played a snap yet. And then on top of that, last game, he's inactive. You traded for him. You gave up something for him just so you can make him inactive. Bizarre. And now Kyrie Lim. I find that also bizarre. It's just strange. And if I'm tripping, let me know if I'm tripping. We drafted this brother in the first freaking round. We actually traded up for his ass. So what's going on? That's what I need to know from, from, from management and the thought process. And I'm sure there's a plan for everything. But we're not privy to those things, right? I feel like we're not privy to that information. Who am I? <laughs> My man, Doug. We're not privy to the information. I get it. It strikes, us, strikes me as odd. You don't put him in where we're playing the, the Patriots and you, you put in Xavier Rhodes. And not, and, and not that Xavier Rhodes is a bum. He's got experience. But this is, where it's, it's, this is what makes me more like, hmm, if you were going to deactivate someone or if you're going to bench someone, you, you would think that you would have benched, and no disrespect at all, Dane Jackson. Because Dane Jackson has given you the film that would say, you know what? Yeah, we're going yeah, we got to shut that down. It's not looking good. So you take a, take a moment. We're going to shut you down and that's it. But like, my goodness, man, like look what they did to Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson didn't play well. And not only did they bench his ass, but they made him inactive. Mike White, you're up. If you they like, they bench benched him. So it's just, I'm, I need to, I, I'm, we're going to be all watching. This next coming game up against the Jets, Mike White's been playing much better. He's got Corey Davis out there. Moore's out there. They get, uh, uh, Wilson, Garrett Wilson's out there. So they got, some, they got some players. They got some receivers out there. Conklin's out there. So, like, I'm looking forward to seeing what this front office is going to do with the, this roster. Then what are you going to do with Kyrie Elam? You're going to bench him again? Then now we need to have a conversation. What the f I'm not gonna say why did we go that route? But I'm not gonna go there because I don't think that's what the case is. I don't think it's what the case is. Something else is up, and I'm hoping we get more clarification uh going forward. Sharif Cole, what's up, Sharif? Sharif comes in and says, Yo, the way Sars Gardner, Tariq Woolen has been playing as rookies. I wonder if we should have all if we, we should have taken Woolen over Elam. I mean, Woolen got taken in what in the fourth round. So it would have been it would have served us. Great if we took Tariq Woolen. Um, and my man Bobby was telling me about Tariq Woolen. He's like, yo, man, we should jump in on Tariq Woolen. He's been, he's been on Tariq Woolen on his ass. I mean, but we didn't. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. But I find that very, very odd. So I'm going to leave it at that. We're going to see how this plays out. And uh, hopefully we get to see Kyrie Elam jump back into next game and get back to being on there because I'd like to see Trey White and Kyrie Elam side by side holding it down. But we're going to find out what's good.
but I, I'm 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 puzzled by how these guys are moving. I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. My man Rev, what's up, Rev? Uh, McDermott needs to stop tinkering. Is what the problem is. Elam is a first round pick. They let Wallace walk to upgrade the position, and he's still goofing around. And this is what I'm talking about. You said that right, man. Like tinkering and moving things around. You you do that in free agency. Excuse me. You do that in in the off season. We're in the middle of the season. We have the number one seed. We ain't got no time to bullshit around and tinker. You know what I'm saying? Tinkering is done, man. You, you should know this by now. Put your guy in and, and let him let him get the let him get the bruises that he deserves. You know what I'm saying? Now, if he's hurt, put him on the injury report. But we didn't see him on the injury report. He wasn't hurt. He wasn't ill. But he got benched. Doesn't seem right. Seems very odd. He seems very odd. But anyway, we'll see. We'll be paying attention. We'll definitely be paying attention. Um, but anyway, last last point of the day, folks. Obviously, I spoke to uh, I spoke on the Odell, so we're gonna find out in the next few days what Odell decides to do. So that'll be interesting. And uh, Bill's game has been flexed, folks. We are going to be playing December seventeenth against the freaking Miami Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins. How exciting is that? And we are going to be back on primetime. And guess what? We're not in Miami. You know what I mean? We aren't in Miami. So this is this this is the Saturday showdown. Right? December 17th, the Colts and the Vikings. That'll be an interesting game. That'll be cool. Then you got the hopefully um Lamar Jackson will be back by then, but Deshaun Watson and uh against Lamar Jackson. That'll be cool. That'll be nice to see. And then last but not least, Tua, Josh Allen in Buffalo. That will be fun to watch. I'm looking very much forward to it because I'm going to tell you this right now, folks. This game has been circled. This game has been circled. So I'm looking forward to it. 8 p.m. Get ready for it. It's going to be a party. And uh, we got to make sure we handle business. The AFC East is up for grabs. These guys respectfully are pushing forward and they, they got the weapons to do it. They got good coaching. I want to I want to be able to hate on Coach McDaniel over there. But I like what that, that that dude's doing, man. He's 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 got a good sense of humor, and the boys are playing for him. The boys are playing for him. But uh, we gotta we gotta put him in a position where we expose his ass. We gotta expose his ass. Let's look at the let's look at the 49ers tape. Let's see what we've got because we got the dogs on defense. We got the dogs on defense. So let's handle business, man. Let's handle business. But anyway, uh, big game coming up. So December 10th, 17th, prime time. Bills is going down. Um, but that's it for me, folks. Uh, let's, let's do this. Let's, um, let's make sure that we are freaking loud. And like, if you guys are, if you guys are going to be at that game with the jets, yo, make that stadium loud as ever. We got home games. we got to take advantage of these home games coming up. I'm loving every bit of it. We're on a three game win streak, folks. We're on a three game win streak. It feels good. It felt like doom and gloom when we were and two and we were in the hunt, at one point, we were like, you know what I'm saying, wild card, this, that, and the third. Now, we up now. We up. Number one seed. We were down a couple, you know what I'm saying? Now we're back up. How quickly those things can change. The NFL is 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 a is a funny, it's a funny league, man. At one point, you're sitting here going, shoot, what are we going to do? And then now you're like, what are we going to do? How are we going to finish it? So the question in here, my initial post is, the Bills have the number one seed. What now? Well, what now is the freaking pedal. You drive that foot into the freaking pedal. We don't ease up. That's what now. 
what now everyone's getting healthy healthier we got to really lay we got to hammer down on things man we get attention to detail we've got to we've got to make sure that we repay the jets we repay the dolphins we've already repaid the patriots i mean we've been we've been repaying these guys for the last 20 years so that's that's a and it, we're indebted we got to keep we got to keep you know say repaying you guys you know say with victories on our end and then we got to just take care of this AFC East and get back to it. That's number one. We got to win it. And that number one seed will fall right in our lap. But we got to win our division first. That's what's now. What now? And what next? Win the freaking division. All the other things will take care of its own. Here's the problem. Chiefs losing to the Bengals is great. But they have the easiest schedule going forward. I think their, their strength of schedule is like a 30, 36, 36 percentile. Right? While we're at the 51st percentile-ish. So we're top. We have a tough schedule going forward. So we just got to handle what we got to handle, get that bye week, and we wait for whoever comes our way. Let the other guys scrabble and try to get through it. We wait for whoever comes our way. That's the most important. That's the fun part that we're waiting on. My man, uh, Bane Mafia says, yo, Rico, did you see the Cowboys leaked Odell Beckham's injury concerns, saying that he might be hurt more people than they, more than they think? He's signing with the Bills, buddy. Book it. I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. They made it. A, they made it look like a big show uh, to see what's going on. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, but McDermott said he doesn't have any concerns. He feels great about the medical staff. He feels great about what the man told him. So we'll go from there. Mar Matt Hernandez. There you go. You have it. 33 percent. So they're at a point three percent. That's how, how. That's an easy schedule for them, man. That's an easy schedule. So let's roll. Let's roll. So we got things to handle. We got to go it. My man ref sees it. 17-3. Let's roll. One game at a time. Let's take the Jets down and let's, let's keep it rolling, man. Let's keep it rolling. So, that being said, folks, that's my time, baby. So, I hope you guys enjoy the show. As always, for those that are tuned in on podcast form, salute to y'all. Um, if you guys have not subscribed to the channel, do me a favor, subscribe to the channel, hit that like. If you're not part of the Bing squad, Bing, biggity, Bing, it's easy. Just hit that join button. And the rest is history. You go from there. You know what I'm saying? Do that. Do us the favor. We're trying to get to 25,000 subscribers on, on YouTube. We are close, folks. We are close. We're at we're sitting at right now 24,236. So we're getting there. We're getting there. So help us get to that. Let's let's reach that. If you have if you have friends that are Bills fans that they're not familiar with us, this is where to be. This is where to be. So that being said, that's my time, folks. I gotta. Get prepared to go to work. The night shift calls. And um, your boy's tired, only on three hours of sleep. But we're going to wake and work. Coffee is a, is a hell of a drug. <laughs> and it works for me. So that's it, folks. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Like I always say, after every show, make sure that you, you say some kind things to people. Because you never know what you say. Some people, because they're going to affect heavily. The one person that you think that is strong, and you say some, and then... They, they go off the, the, the handle. You know what I'm saying? So be kind. It doesn't take much, man. You know what I'm saying? So, folks, God bless. Enjoy the rest of the week. Catch my guy Rev tomorrow, Wednesday night. And then we're back at it again this weekend. So enjoy the rest of the week. And until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Enjoy the week, folks. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. Thank you.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.